guys, we're so glad you're tuning into the Apex Students Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message from Apex Students, and we pray that you don't walk away without looking a little bit more like Jesus. I'm going to throw some questions at you, and uh, let, me, let me tell you, listen, listen, come into me. We listen, focus on me. I have a very specific process that I need you to adhere to today, because we are going to do an exercise, fighting outrage culture by thinking critically before we answer a question, okay? This is what's going to happen. I'm going to ask you a question, and the entire room is going to say, hmm. And that is when you pause to think about your response, okay? Does this make sense? I'm going to ask the same question a second time, and then you can be as loud as you want in your yes or no. Should we do um, yay or nay instead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yay or nay. And I also want a thumbs up and thumbs down or thumbs down so I can get a a visual representation of the room, okay? So I'm going to tell you again. I'm going to ask the question. We're all going to say what? Hmm. Then I'm going to ask the question again, and you're going to say yay or nay with a thumbs up or thumbs down. Now, there's no time to argue because, again, we're fighting outrage culture. We're getting along with each other even though we have different viewpoints. Here is the first question. Is cereal a soup? Is cereal a soup? No! Lots of nays, a couple yays. I get it though. I get it. I get the concern. Here's another one for you. Is a Pop Tart a ravioli? Is a Pop Tart a ravioli? No! Guys, you, what, what's, a, what's a ravioli? A, some sort of grain around some sort of filling. It's a fruit ravioli. All right. Is pizza toast? Is pizza basically toast, guys? This one is, hmm, this one's new to me, but I think it's worth considering. Is it, is it just, is pizza toast? No. Guys, it's, I like it too. It's just, if you put jelly on toast, it's still called toast. What if you just put marinara and cheese and pepperoni? It's fancy toast. All right, all right. Here's another. Is a hot dog a sandwich? I'm pretty certain in the olden days that this was a thing. I heard a song where he says, he talks about a hot dog sandwich. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Lots of no's. A couple, <laughs> Andrew's been no so far. All right, okay. Here's another one. Is a hot dog a taco? Hmm. Is a hot dog a taco? No. I think it might be. I think, it, I think it's worth considering. I, that's all. Or is it, maybe it's just a meat-flavored banana with an edible peel. I, I read that on the internet. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Is, okay, is, speaking, of, speaking of tacos, is a taco a sandwich? Hmm. Is a taco a sandwich? Really? I think it's worth considering. I don't think you thought about it enough. Maybe you just make your, your hmms longer. Maybe that's what we do. All right. Um, okay. Is a burrito a type of sushi? Mm, think about it. Think about it. Is a burrito a type of sushi? No! Maybe. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, wait, 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 wait. I think we can get on board here. Is a sushi a bunch of tiny burritos? Mm, is sushi a bunch of tiny burritos? No. You don't need seaweed for it to be sushi. There's no time to argue. No time to argue. Uh, or are maybe are both burritos and sushi sandwiches. Mm. 
Are they both sandwiches? No, that's fine. Is everything a sandwich? That is the real question. Hmm. All right, here's a classic for you. Here's a classic. Don't yell. I need you to do the hmm first. Okay. Is water wet? Hmm. Is water wet? I see, I see a, a split house. Some people just committing to the sideways. I respect it. I respect it. Okay, let me tell you something. No, no questions. No questions. There's a lot of debate around this. You can put your hands down. Thank you so much. Let me just bring you to my next slide and tell you why water is wet. Let me just give you a little explanation. I heard from a scientist. Um, let me tell you why. We define our terms. That's what it's all about. Defining our terms. Define water. Water, as many of you know, is H2O, uh, one molecule of hydrogen, two molecules of oxygen. Is that correct? Is it backwards? I forget. Two hydrogen, one oxygen. So that molecular structure indicates a water molecule. Okay? That's what we've defined our water. Let's define wet. Wet is defined by proximity to water molecules. So if you have something that is so close that it's touching a water molecule, it is wet. Now, if you isolated one singular water molecule, we have a more difficult question, but you aren't doing that, and we are talking about any distinguishable amount of water, it's wet. Water is wet because each molecule has proximity to other water molecules. I will not be taking questions at this time. No questions, but without a doubt, water is wet, okay? Uh, how did that get in there? I don't know. <laughs> so, all of these questions, listen, all of these questions, they're a, a question of definition, right? At, at the core, all of these questions are, are about defining your terms. Because, because listen, if what constitutes as a ravioli determines if a Pop-Tart is a ravioli or not, right. right? So, we have to define our terms. That's what it's all about. I've been doing a lot of thinking about defining terms. I've been doing this exact same thing in, in spiritual life, and I'm thinking about the things that determine the health of my spiritual life and your spiritual life. I've been thinking about spiritual disciplines. These are the things, spiritual disciplines are the things that a Jesus follower does with regularity <clears throat> to get closer to Jesus. So I, I pastor students, so I think a lot about discipleship. So here's some more terms to define for you. Discipleship is a fancy word that kind of just means um, helping people get closer to Jesus. You are discipling someone if you are helping them get closer to Jesus. I am a disciple if I am getting closer to Jesus. And one of the aspects of discipleship is spiritual disciplines. Spiritual disciplines are the thing we do, the things we do that we make a habit of to get closer to Jesus. Okay, so for a long time, I have spoken in this room to many of you about three spiritual disciplines. And uh, I'm gonna talk about the, those three core spiritual disciplines. So we have 10 and 10, which represents two different 10-minute um, areas of prayer and Bible reading. 10 minutes of reading the Bible, 10 minutes of prayer. So those are two. The third is God-honoring friendships. So we've got 10 and 10, we've got friendships. That makes three. Recently, as I've been growing in my relationship with Jesus, I have been studying this more, talking to other pastors, processing this more, and I have added two things to this list that I think are fundamental spiritual disciplines that we need to get closer to Jesus. They are 
going and giving. So going is all about evangelism. So we've got prayer, Bible reading, God-honoring friendships, and evangelism. This applies to things like mission trips, to the people who give their entire lives to missions, missionaries, these people. Um, these, this also includes like general evangelism in your life, um, living an example, living a reflection of Jesus, telling your, the people in your world about Jesus, that kind of stuff. The, the fifth one that I've just added even more recently is uh, sacrificial giving. So we've got going and giving. Sacrificial giving uh, includes tithing to your, the church you call home, uh, supporting missions, missionaries, speed the light, and giving time to serve in your church, as they talked about so eloquently today, giving time to serve in your community. And uh, that makes a list of five things. We've got reading the Bible, prayer, God-honoring friendships, evangelism, sacrificial giving, or if you want to simplify them, 10 and 10 friends going giving. That's how I'm remembering them, these smaller phrases. 10 and 10 friends used to be 10 and 10. Then I was like, wait, disciplines are 10 and 10 and your friends. And now we've got 10 and 10 and friends going and giving. So um, tonight, we're, we've spent a lot of time over the past few years discussing 10 and 10, discussing uh, good Christ-honoring, God-honoring friendships. So we're talking about the last two disciplines tonight. We're talking about going and giving, specifically how we apply those things to missions. We're going to talk a lot about missions tonight and different expressions of that and how, uh, firstly, how the Bible talks about missions, going and giving, and then how we can get involved at Apex. We're providing opportunities for people to get involved with going and giving. So that's what we're talking about. And I want us to have lots of time in small groups today. And um, I hope that that happens, but we're going to move pretty quickly. So that's what's going to happen. All right. Let us start with going. We're talking about going and giving. We're going to start with going. So uh, one of the quintessential Bible verses for going is from Jesus's mouth. So if you have like one of those Bibles that where Jesus's words are in red, this one is red letters because Jesus said in Matthew 28, 19, he said, therefore go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the father and the son and the Holy spirit. So in this verse, Jesus is commissioning the 12 disciples, the 11 disciples at this point, to, to ministry, to, to lives of ministry. And he's saying, this is how you'll know you succeeded. You go and make disciples. Get out of here and help people get closer to me. That's how you know you've succeeded. And he's saying the same thing to us, just like the disciples. We know we are succeeding in fulfilling the great commission by doing those two things. By, well, that one thing in this case, go and make disciples. Go and make disciples. Jesus reiterated this idea before his ascension into heaven. Um, we talked about it in Alive in Five as Jesus's last words. Now, Jesus said a lot of things. So his last words are going to be very important, right? The last thing he said, we're going to have to pay close attention to. Uh, and right before he ascended into heaven, he said in Acts 1.8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So he emphasizes the Holy Spirit's power in helping us go. In Matthew, he said, go and make disciples. There he's emphasizing discipleship. Here he's emphasizing the Holy Spirit's role in what we're doing, but both places and all over the God's word. He says, go and make disciples, make disciples. Something really interesting, the places he lists here, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, um, these are, they're expanding territories. That's the idea here. So, so if you have Jerusalem is the town they were in. So they're sitting in Jerusalem and he says, you're going to take over for me. You're going to take over Jerusalem. And then Judea was like the region that like, that uh, Jerusalem was in. And then Samaria was like a neighboring region. So think like state or country. And then Samaria is the neighboring 
state or country. He, he's talking about expanding circles and obviously the ends of the earth is all of it, is everywhere. He says it's gonna go all over the place. So we're expanding locations. Jesus is sending the message that his message needs to go everywhere and it's gonna start in Jerusalem. It's gonna start right where you are, but it's gonna expand all over the world. That's exactly what happened. We see that today. Um, also interesting is that the disciples were not from Jerusalem. And the place he said to start was not their home. He didn't say, go home. I want you to get comfy, uh, read a good book. I want you to have a nice time by the fireplace. Um, get comfortable and then start with your neighbors. Take your time. No, he said, right now, where you are, which is not your hometown, get to it. Make disciples. Go and make disciples right here, right now. They're in a foreign place, surrounded by strangers, outside of their comfort zone. And Jesus says, Go and make disciples here. Start right here in this foreign place. This verse emphasizes missions. God sets up this idea of missions all over his world, something all over his word, something interesting. Um, I was just saying to Sam the other day that we should be talking about missions on Christmas. I think I might try that this year because I think that's cool because Christmas we celebrate the birth of Jesus, right? And that is God sending his son as a missionary to mankind to bring him to himself, he is the first missionary <laughs> that we need to be looking at. Well, there's, you know, there's other versions in the Old Testament, but he is the New Testament, the new covenant missionary that God sent his son to save humanity, to, to bring God and humanity back together. Very important. Missions is, is one of the things at Apex we should be known for. We want to be known for missions. And uh, so we're talking about how we can live this stuff out at Apex. What does this mean for what we do? What are opportunities we can have together to do this? So uh, we talk a lot about living out that stuff. Uh, we talk about being a reflection of Jesus to the people in our lives. Um, he said, people will know who you are because of your love. Jesus said, they're going to know that you're followers of me because of your love for each other, for the, the widow and the orphan, the community. They're going to know because you're very good at loving. So we want to be defined by our love. He also talks about evangelism a lot. And he says, like, so we talk about Alive in Five. That's our way to communicate the gospel. That's how we tell people about what God has done for us. Um, so we need to do that to communicate the gospel to the people in our lives that need to hear it. Regularly, this is why it's a spiritual discipline, regularly telling people about what God has done for us. If you've been around in the past, you've seen uh, For NEPA come to life, which is a multi-church outreach initiative to um, support our community and show. So if you don't know anything about For NEPA, it's hashtag For NEPA, um, we say the church is too often known for what it's against. So we want to show people what, what God is for, and he is for Northeastern Pennsylvania. He is for our communities. That's what for NEPA is. Send me was uh, one of the ways we would express our missions, a local missions trip. That's one of the ways we would go. Now, this coming summer, we're going to take a new opportunity to live out missions by taking an Apex missions trip. It's happening. Something I've always wanted to do. It's happening. We're going to Philadelphia. So Sam and I, not a couple months ago, took a trip to Philly um, to kind of see what it would be like, what it would look like for us to take a trip as a group. And we spent just a couple hours of ministry and um, it deeply impacted us. It deeply impacted. The, the need in Philadelphia is so huge. Um, so we want you to have that opportunity as well. So um, I'm not going to go really deep into details tonight, but I want you to kind of get the idea. So check out this video to, to see some of, the, um, some of the basic idea of how we're going to serve with the Philadelphia Dream Center in Philly.
going is a, is a integral part of, of how we connect with Jesus, how we get closer to God. And you have to be 12 to go on this trip um, by July 14th. So I think that's almost everybody in this room, if not everybody. Um, and if you go, it will change your life. We're going to talk a lot about it later, so we don't need to like go into it right now. Um, you're going to get details later with costs and, and forms and all that kind of stuff. But listen, this is the bottom line. If you go, it will change your life. If you go, it's going to make a difference in your life. The trip is July 14 to 18. Um, money, it will be due like incrementally, but it'll start being due in May. Um, so you'll be able to have that, uh, those deadlines as they come. Um, the total for the trip is not set, but I'll tell you, it's going to be just shy of like $400. So it's kind of a lot of money, and I get that. Um, housing is very expensive in Philadelphia, in the city. Um, so we'll be you know, staying together. It's going to cover everything. That's going to cover your food, your transportation, your housing, everything you could need. Um, but that's coming. I want you to go because you are going to be able to make a difference in a community in need, and it's going to change your life. <laughs> like You are going to be able to impact people, and it's going to impact you in a huge way. And, and you'll notice I'm saying that with like definitive language, and that's because I know um, I've been on a mission trip. I've spoken to my, Sam's been on a, many, a couple mission trips as well, and we went to Philly just for a couple hours. It's going to change your life. Um, so I would love for you to go. Going is so, so, so important. The second aspect of missions we're talking about tonight, going and giving. Um, I believe God's word has a lot to say about giving, about giving generously. So in Proverbs 21 through 26, we get some words from the wisest man to ever live besides Jesus. And he said this, some people are always greedy for more, but the godly love to give. We see that kind of stuff over and over again. The righteous love giving. They do that. They give. Um, here it's a matter of wisdom. Like the wise people, the godly people, they love to give. Other times it's a matter of God has given to you, so you give back. You freely give to, the, to your community, to the people around you. You give. Um, all throughout the Bible, we see this, this theme of giving and generosity. Let me lay out a couple references that speak directly to what we're talking about right now. Um, in these scripture, we see people giving to support the ministry of someone else. This is exactly what we do for Speed of Light. This is, and it's very scriptural, just like we do. First uh, Kings 17, 9, we see a widow supporting Elijah, the prophet. This is literally thousands of years ago. Nehemiah 2, the king of Persia, supports Nehemiah as he rebuilds Jerusalem. Luke 8, 3, we see um, these several women supporting Jesus and the, and the disciples in their ministry. In 2 Corinthians 8, we see the Philippians supporting Paul. These are not wealthy people. Specifically here, and these are poor Philippians. And Paul says, I know you don't have a lot, so I am so thankful that you choose to give to the ministry that I'm doing. I, have you ever wondered that kind of thing? Like, especially with Jesus. Like, I know Jesus wandered for three years. Like, sure, people can, like, put him up in their house, maybe feed him a meal. But how is he feeding these, like, 12 people he's carrying around? And they were supported by people, sponsoring them just like a uh, missionary. That's the same thing we do today. So over and over, we see this happen. Um, it's why our church supports missionaries. It's why our church set this special fundraiser um, to build a new ministry facility. The same idea, the, this special opportunity to impact ministry in a new way through our giving. That's why Apex Students support Speed the Light. 
I mentioned several years ago, but I'm going to talk about Speed of Light giving again, what we're doing, uh, just like Andrew said. Every week we take an offering in here for Speed of Light. Speed of Light, at its core, is a missionary organization that supports missionaries all over the world as they take the message of Jesus to people that may have never heard it before. Um, so in 2020, we've committed all of our Speed of Light giving to one particular project because Speed of Light has partnered with WorldServe International to dig a clean water well in Kenya. I've learned some things since we last talked about this. Um, one of those things is that these water wells are built next to a church and the church is required to have a school. So we are putting, so like one of the things in these tribes in Kenya, if your child is not in school, like there's some laws involved, children, just children that are like running around are taken um, and basically sex trafficked in, in, a, in a very complex kind of way, not necessarily take them out of the country, but regularly abused sexually um, just being in this town. One of the ways the law prohibits that is if they're enrolled in school. So we are digging a, a water well, and water just is life for people in this situation. So they put it right next to a church, which is providing spiritual life and providing a way to save their children from that kind of abuse. It's a really beautiful picture. Like World Service thought this through. They care very much about it. And um, there's been a, another development that I'd like to tell you about in this whole project um, this missions endeavor. If you've ever been to convention before, you know that they take an offering at convention, um, usually for speed of light or something that they're doing around the world for missions. Now this year, we know exactly what that's going to, and it's going to be for this particular project with WorldSurf. They would love to raise the whole goal at convention. So we get to be a part of that. We're going to bring a big fat check. You can bring money that you have been saving. Um, I'm going to let uh, our DYD pastor Lee fill out some of the details, but they're calling it the big give. The Big Give is our opportunity to be a part of God's work in Kenya, and we're coming together as a district to do that. So I'm going to let Pastor Lee give you some more details. Mm, sorry, he's going to give you some more details in a video that I, I clicked, but that was incorrect. So go ahead. Is it not in there? Let me see. I'm trying to decide if it's worth fishing. Yes, it is. Go ahead. Go hit Finder. We'll just, we'll cut all this out. When you listen to the podcast later, because you're like, that was really great. I need to hear that again. You're not going to hear any of this. Go to Finder, Dropbox, Harvest Personal. You're also going to see, no, not Harvest Personal, Service. Um, service Announcements, Big Give Video. Now you're going to see how, how intricately I plan my folders and how I know exactly where this video is. Because <laughs> I put it in the right place at first, but I didn't, I didn't put it in the slideshow. So now... Pastor Lee is going to tell you some of the details. What if you could make a difference in a person's life? What if you could make a difference for an entire group of people, an entire village, an entire nation? We are standing on the precipice of an amazing opportunity to make a tangible difference for the gospel of Jesus Christ. My name is Lee Rogers. I'm the youth director for the Pendel Ministry Network. And I want to tell you about an amazing opportunity in front of us. As a network of churches in Pennsylvania and Delaware, we have made a commitment of $50,000 to drill a fresh, clean water well in Africa this year through WorldServe and Speed the Light. Collectively, we have the opportunity to make a difference. This year at Heaven Come Down, our youth convention, 2020, I want to invite you to participate in what we are calling 
the big give. We want to invite you, your youth ministry, your church, every person to be a part of this amazing opportunity to make a difference. Here's how it happens. Between now and April 10th, Good Friday of Youth Convention, start to think and pray about what God would have you give to make a difference and provide clean water for people in Africa. Every week, set aside that dollar amount and on April 10th, Friday of our Youth Convention, bring that money and we will take one big offering, one big give to make a difference in the lives of people in Africa and around the world. What if we could make a difference in a life? What if we could make a difference for a village? What if in one offering we could see $50,000 come in to provide clean water and to spread the gospel to those who haven't heard it? We'll see you at Heaven Come Down Youth Convention for the Big Give. So we're teaming up with thousands of other teenagers all over our state and Delaware as well. And we are working together to support Speed the Light as they have partnered with WorldServe. So as we pool our resources to dig a freshwater well in Kenya, um, it, it's very important for us individually to ask God what we can do. To ask God, what can I do to, to be a part of this, to work uh, at this goal with these many, many people? Um, so like the video talked about, you could sacrifice something. There's something. Is there something in your life you could give up regularly to give? So maybe every time you pass Starbucks before you would have got a very large coffee or other drink. Um, maybe instead you text to give in that moment. You pass Starbucks. You don't go or you say, you know what, mom or dad, I don't need that drink today. Could you please give to Speed the Light instead? That is one way you could do it. Give up something, some sort of luxury. Um, maybe you don't go out to eat as much. That's something that I could certainly do. Um, that's one of the ways that I do that. Maybe you could hold off buying that video game or that pair of shoes or whatever it is that you could hold off a couple months to save a little bit of money to give in this offering. Maybe you could donate some birthday money or other, some other gift of some kind. Give however God leads you to give. But the important thing is that you give in some way. Don't forget that you can also give at Apex every week um, in, in our offering. You can, all of our proceeds from snack and snacks and drinks at the store go towards Speed the Light and Apex merch profits as well. Now, I've been teasing a new Apex merch project. Uh, are you ready to hear about it? Yes. 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 Woo. Let's do it. Sorry, we don't have time. We'll talk about it some other time. Um, I, what? <laughs> it's coming, I promise. Um, there, I don't, this is another thing I want to make you aware of. Um, that fundraising is very much an offering. Fundraising to, to, to work together to, to make some sort of offering, whatever project you decide to do, whatever, you, there's like creative ways you can do this. This is very much an option. Um, and it's a great way to sacrifice time and turn that into finances that you can give to Speed the Light. So uh, it's another way to, to partner with people in your life, get support from family members, church members, people in your life to raise money for Speed the Light. So I'm open to hearing ideas. Um, we can't do everything as a ministry, like every idea, like if 10 people come to me and say, hey, we gotta do this. We can't always, we can't sponsor every single thing, um, but you can do anything. You can make a decision, and if we can partner with you in some way, we will, but like I said, we can't do that for everybody, but you can do any project. You can own it, and maybe that's the way, but maybe it's another way. You can find a way to give, so ask God how that is for you. 
going and giving are essential parts of your walk with Jesus. There are two ways, two of uh, five ways that I've identified. I'm sure more will come. That, that list will expand and, sh- and change. Um, but these are two of the ways that we get closer to Jesus. Uh, so we need to figure out how we're going to live that. We need to, to figure out how personally we are going to own and live giving and going. So Sam and I are having conversations about how we as a family are going to give and go better how we are going to live this out, um, to commit to giving and going in a bigger way in 2020. And you have to do that too. That certainly means prayer. You're going to have to bathe this whole thing in prayer and, and ask God over and over again, how would you like me to give? How would you like me to go? How would you like me to do that? Um, maybe it means going to the Philly Dream Center with us in the summer. Maybe it means serving somewhere in the community. We have a great food bank here. We, are, we know the Keystone Mission. In Wilkes-Barre, there's like so many opportunities to serve. Maybe it means giving by sacrificing a luxury you would have otherwise enjoyed or having a conversation with your family about how can we sacrifice and give together. Or maybe it's owning some project to raise money for Speed the Light. There are many different ways it can look like, and I cannot wait to see what it looks like in your life. I can't wait to see what God is going to do in this group to to support missions all over the world and what God is going to do through the students of Apex in missions this year. We're committed as a ministry to going and giving, so make sure you talk to God about how you personally are going to to, to go and give. Let's pray. God, thank you so much that you partner with us to do your work, that we have a hand in what you're doing in the world. God, so God, I pray that you give us inspiration, creativity, um, that you give us opportunities to give and to go, to go and to give, to give and to go, to go and to give over and over, that we make this a habit in our lives um, because it's a discipline to regularly go, regularly evangelize, regularly um, pursue missions and, and, and tell people about you and regularly give sacrificial giving uh, through tithing, through offering, through spending time serving you. God, help us to have uh, wisdom and creativity as we pursue the way that you've called each person individually in this room to carry out your commandments to go and to give. So God, tonight, I pray you bless our conversations in our small groups and that we would have more and more clarity about how this works and that we would look to you for that clarity and that wisdom and that creativity, God. So thank you so much for this evening and what we've shared together. And I pray that you bring fruit out of it and you've inspired us tonight to go and to give. In your name we pray. Everybody said, amen. 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 Thanks for listening to this Apex Student Podcast. You can listen to more Apex teachings by subscribing on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We pray that this message has impacted your life and that you don't walk away without looking a little bit more like Jesus.